Howdy, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie, and welcome to Sumo, Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things Sumo. Yeah, and first off, thank you. Thank you again for all your nicknames. They're still rolling in, and I they're know. still hilarious as all get out. <laughs> Somebody sent me one for Shodai today that was like, uh, Slim Shodai. May the real Slim Shodai please stand up. Oh, please okay. Stand like up. I, I love it. Just a little bit of Eminem. Yeah. Okay, Slim Shodai. Yeah, I like it. Or the Japanese John Candy which I like as well. Oh, I see that. Right? Yeah, I definitely see that. Yeah, you never know what episodes people are going to like love. Ones that I seem to love, people are like not as interested. And then sometimes you do one on nicknames and people are crazy about it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, The episode theme for today is actually from a listener request. It's all about Mawashi's. But I will say at the beginning... The good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> I will say here at the beginning that it started with Mawashi, and then it's going to end with the Naked Man Festival in Japan. So there's a lot on the board. Well, I am I am ready for that last part then. That sounds <laughs> a, like a little bit of a surprise, but very exciting. <laughs> but first... Newsflash! All right. If you're seeing all the fashion photos out there of uh, Mr. Magaki, he is out and about town and he is wearing suits and he is getting used to it. I put that in quotes. (laughs) (laughs) So he was seen this last week, otherwise known as Hakaho, by the way, if you are under a rock and you don't know who Mr. Magaki is, it's his retired person's name. (laughs) Which is impossible for us to say without... Like shaking our heads and going, I know. Oh, uh. I think he'll always still be Hakaho, but it's okay. Yeah. I'm going to try my best. We're well, going to get used to it eventually. He was seen attending the general meeting for the JSA this week. And this meeting was put together because it was, um, I think it's just, it was just a high time. They all discuss again the dangers of drug use. I'm sure it had nothing to do with Takagenji. No, nothing at all. I'm no. sure. Also, the dangers of social media. And the dangers of coronavirus. It was just a meeting full of danger. Oh. That's what I think was going on. It's like a dare meeting for sumo wrestlers. Yeah. Well, they talked about the fear of prohibited drugs, the danger of SNS, which is, you know. SNS? SNS. Like, that's the. SNS? Yeah. That's that's just a translation of, like, social media. Oh, got it. I don't know what that stands for, but. And future corona countermeasures, so how they're going to approach coronavirus moving forward. Oh, good. Yeah. And uh, so that was good times. I did see a couple of photos of it, and it did look like Tamawashi was definitely closing his eyes through most of the meeting. through it. (laughs) But you know what? He's got like four kids, and he was probably up way early baking something delicious. So give the guy a break, right? Well, meetings are tough all the way around. Yeah. Meetings with a whole lot of other people discussing protocol is always it is real really boring. hard. Well, Public Relations Chairman Shiba Tayama said this week again about the use of social media, because I know a lot of fans really are just kind of waiting for them to lift the ban on social media. And I just don't think it's ever going to come because he's made his opinion clear. And that is that he believes it's just a plain old nuisance, (laughs) even though the young fans love it and it deepens ties to the wrestlers. They will continue to most likely control that and then only put it out through the official Kyokai channels, you know. Okay, but once you're retired... You can do whatever the yeah. ding dang thing you want. Although I don't think that's the case. Like you have to in the JSA, you still like Hakaho is 
going to clearly be watched like a hawk. But he does have social media accounts. Yeah, but is he posting on them? I think so. It appears as though it's him. Like, since he retired? Uh, I'd have to go back and actually look at the channel. But yes, I believe so. I believe he posted a picture of himself in a suit. Yeah. Are you sure it's not just like somebody else who no, has it's like his account? It's his? Well, good. And maybe that's what is safe and approved by the JSA is know. him in a suit. He did have a lovely Louis Vuitton uh, man purse with him as well. He's a man purse carrier? They all are. I Didn't can't... you see that video of all of the guys getting off the bus um, and it was like a tour and it was like showed. It was like a, just a who's who of all the top nope, wrestlers. No, nope. All of them have little man purses. Yeah, because in a yukata, you don't have like pockets and you don't have you can't have a backpack with a yukata on. Why not? It doesn't work with the sleeves easily. Oh. So they have little man purses. Yeah. Purses. really odd. It's not odd at all. It's really? very normal in the Japanese culture. I think it's cool, actually. We should normalize man purses. Do, does everyone in Japan carry a man purse? Does no, every but man? A, no, but a lot of men. I saw lots of men have 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 man purses. Yeah, it huh. carries your stuff. It carries your things. Your pencils, Wait, your pad of paper. But why can't you do an over the shoulder? Uh, well, some people do. Okay. But if you're wearing a nice suit, you don't want to mess that up with a backpack. <laughs> yeah, you carry a Louis Vuitton the, man purse. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, to I each know. Their own. To each his own. And in America, we do not have a purse culture. In Japan, they do. Okay. And so he is a Louis Vuitton purse carrier. Well, he can afford it. It's not like it's a like a it's not like a woman's purse. It's like it looks like a men's. We're spending way too much time on this, but it looks like a men's like um, briefcase. I imagine. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. It's like what you would carry your bathroom stuff in. You know, like a man's clutch. Yeah, it's a little bit like a clutch. It doesn't fold over and snap, but like it zipped. It looked very masculine <laughs> on Mister Megaki. Anyway, there are uh, a, there are some new things that are going to happen for the Kyushu Basho, which is in November. All the wrestlers will be going through their PCR test once, not twice, like it was before. And that's hmm. happening on November the 14th. Also, the joint Keiko will be happening from October 25th to November 4th. So that's something to look forward to coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. Oh. Okay. Well, let's switch gears completely. Okay. To the Mowashi. Now, if you've been following Sumo for a while, you know what the Mawashi is. Yeah, we had an episode about it, or we talked about the Mawashi, not, I mean, a, a little a year bit. or more ago. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, there was at least one listener out there who said, I'd like to know more. I'd like to know more about it. So I kind of went back to the drawing board and I thought, okay, well, you know, what What other details are out there about the Mawashi? Okay, but let's let's get the basics out there. It's the belt or the loincloth mm-hmm. that a sumo wrestler wears. Mm-hmm. Being a lady who has never worn one, uh, I can't say how comfortable they are. I do yeah, know. I wear a thong, so I can tell you how comfortable that is. Well, but that's totally different than <laughs> I mean, a mawashi. In some ways, yes. In some ways, no. It shares a history, which we'll get to. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, but overall, okay, there's three kinds of mawashi mm-hmm. that you need to be aware of, okay? There's the heavy cotton one that wrestlers wear for practice. Right. And it's kind of like canvas. Mm-hmm. It's really thick, 
thick, thick cotton, and uh, you straddle it. You pull it up in front of you, well, and then you, you don't. Somebody else well, does because it's the real... wrestler. <laughs> the wrestler straddles it, holds it up in front of their private parts, and then spins around, and then someone else helps them tie it in the back. That's that's how it goes on. Okay, right. when it's new, I hear that yes, it does chafe because it's pretty stiff. But after you get it worked in a bit, it must be comfortable because they're wearing them for upwards of six hours a day sometimes. Right. And never washing them. So, And that's the best thing to know about mawashis <laughs> is that they are never washed. Nope. Sometimes they're scrubbed with a deck brush and put out in the sun, but they're never washed. Right. And there's reasons why. You would wash it if, for instance, or you would get a new one if your, your oyakata, oyakata dies. died. That's pretty extreme. That's, uh, but I guess, gets... it's one of the few opportunities to replace well, yours. I no, don't know you why can, you would then. You can but replace you do. it anytime you want when it gets too If it gets rank, really bad. Yeah. You could just get a new one. But yeah. you're not going to wash the old one. I guess maybe because it like molds to your bits and pieces. I, I, I think it think. does. I think it does. And you just don't want to ruin the the fit and the mold yeah, on your pieces. But also it's like it there's it fits a little, my junk. It does. It's like when you have a nice pair of jeans. Yeah. Yeah. You sometimes you don't want to wash it because yeah. you're like, I'm gonna shrink this. It works great on my body right now. Exactly. I'm just barely gonna wash it just to keep keep it and air dry it to keep it in my body. Yeah. Oh. But there's also a tradition too, from what I understand of of like Washing it is like getting rid of not only the dirt, but just like the history or whatever. There's something weird about like it's just bad. It's like bad luck. Bad luck. Yeah. Like you're washing out all the experience. Maybe. That you've had just in this yep. mawashi. Just washing right down the drain. Yeah. And you don't want that. No. You really don't want no, that. So but you just get a new one and start over. Yeah. New chapter. But imagine like, uh, you know, the fabric that fire hose is made out of really super thick. And yeah, it just takes a long time to break in. And yeah, you just don't want to mess that up, I think is what we're getting down to. These are super cheap in Japan. They're like 8 to $10 to buy a new one. I don't know why they don't. Buy a lot of new ones just whenever they're needed, because that's pretty inexpensive. <laughs> in America, if you want to get a mawashi, it's going to cost you 100 to 150 bucks. Whoa. Unless you go to Joanne's Fabrics, um, note to sponsor well, opportunity. Do you think you they can... carry that much really thick Well, can you go to a canvas place that cotton? Like, does art? Like, I think... canvas? Like... No, I think this is a pretty specific weave that you need. It's got to be supportive. It's got to be flexible. Mm -hmm. It's got to breathe. I think there's a very special weave you need in your cotton fabric to be able to hold your man bits just the right way. Okay. I think. I, I might think. be wrong. If you go to the USA Sumo website, mm -hmm. they do tell you it's the special weave. It's really strong. Like, I'm wearing a bracelet made out of mawashi bits mm -hmm. from some American sumo wrestlers. And this thing is strong. But it was washed. Yes. So there is no history in There's that. There's no history except for what I've given it on my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> but it's super strong, and it is not going anywhere. All right. It's not going anywhere. Okay. But another thing to know, besides those bits and pieces, and that they're really durable and they have the special knit, and you know, is is they can really fit almost anybody. If you have like up to a forty-eight inch waist, you're going to be a okay with a normal mawashi. Now, if you're a bigger guy or gal, 
you might need some special mawashi, so mm-hmm. you might have to special order yours, and mm-hmm. it's going to be. I would think more if you expensive. were smaller too, because that would be a lot of extra material. But well, you could cut it off. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess you, that, would, yeah. that works. You can cut off the end <laughs> if you need a smaller. You're one. Like this is real big. <laughs> But okay, so here's something we didn't talk about in earlier episodes about the mawashi. Mawashis are kind of color coded. Mm-hmm. So if you see someone in Japan practicing sumo and they're in a black mawashi, mm-hmm. you know what that means, right? They're lower ranked. Yeah, they're a lower ranked wrestler. They're in training, but they're not a sekitori. So they're not in one of the top two divisions. Right. They're not it, in Jiryo or Makauchi. That's right, because those guys wear white. Right. And also the way theirs is folded, they get the toilet paper roll on the front, which looks like a big old pain in the ass, like always dangling down and they are always folding it and tucking it back in. Well, yeah. So if you're in the top, the toilet paper roll is, okay, there's this long end bit that sometimes has your your name written on it. It hangs down the front. Yeah, it hangs down the front. So if you're a lower ranked wrestler, let's say you're an amateur wrestler. Right. You might be wearing a white one with your name on the front. So you would tuck that underneath from the bottom mm-hmm. and it makes this kind of like triangle fold in right. the bottom. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the top division, you don't mess. You just don't mess with the triangle I don't fold. do triangles no, anymore. You just like fold it one over the other and tuck it in on the top. And it so looks like a toilet paper It roll. does. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you could, or like a muff. You could like put your hands in there yeah, and keep like them warm. Yeah, it's like a hand warm. warmer. Yeah. You could keep your hand warm <laughs> over your nuts. <laughs> never thought of it that way yeah so like let's say let's say you don't know much about sumo wrestling and you're like oh well here's a whole bunch of guys i've never seen before and they have white mawashi on you would normally think oh that's the best of the best sumo wrestlers but if it's got a triangle fold on it or it's got their name on the front of the belt that shows that they're amateur sumo wrestlers Mm. because the top guys will always have the toilet paper roll and they'll be in white. Okay. It's a little bit confusing when you bring in the amateur sumo guys because, you know, they can, guys and gals, I should say, because they might be in white, they might be in black, they, they could be in any color. Like if you're doing sumo wrestling for a school, like a university, right. your sumo mawashi might be the color. You might wear school colors. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. So it could be anything. But in the professional world of sumo, it's going to be black for the lower ranked guys. And then you get a brand new spanking white one when you get mm-hmm. paid, essentially, yeah. when you get to the paid ranks. Yeah. And yeah. also, if you're watching a practice, the guys in black are, they re- they, they rehearse. I've been doing theater for too long. <laughs> they rehearse early in the morning. They run their lines. Um, no, th- but they practice first. And then yeah. after that, they stand around and like, while the upper ranked guys are practicing, they hold the salt. They yeah, yeah. they sweep the floor. They've got a towel ready for the other guy, the, you know, the top ranked guys. They got a water bottle. They go from I'm practicing to I'm now I'm taking care. I'm taking care of the higher ranked guys above me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing I didn't say about amateur sumo wrestlers is you might see an amateur sumo wrestler wear something underneath their mawashi. And that's something you would never see in professional sumo at the top two levels. Right. Sun's out, bun's out. Yeah. It is just like it's all skin and your mawashi. So if you see somebody wearing a leotard or somebody wearing bike shorts. Or uh, what are the onesies? The um, Yeah, it's kind of the leotard, like like wrestling unitard type thing. Oh, I know the name for that. It's going to kill me. Oh, gosh. The strong man suit. Yeah, but yeah, I'll have to look it up because it's going to drive me crazy. So if you see anyone wearing something like that underneath their mawashi. 
A singlet. Singlet. Yes. Singlet. If you say singlet. <laughs> or in French, singlet. <laughs> no. Then you know they're not a professional sumo wrestler. No. They're something else altogether. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, you can tell a lot about a sumo wrestler and his rank simply by looking at his mawashi. And that was something I wasn't clued in with when I first started watching And those sumo. are just practice mawashis. Those yes. are not even... Day of show, y'all. No, 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 no. <laughs> but there's, you know, there's more to say about the practice of mawashi because it's not like you can't just take it out of the box and start wearing it. Right. You know, I actually I don't know how this works with with mawashi that you buy in America. I don't know if they've already gone through this process, but in Japan, when you get your practice mawashi, it's got to be. It's got to be boiled for 30 minutes mm-hmm. on each side. you got to set it in a, in a hot boiling pot of water with you, some dish soap. you lay soap. it out and beat it with beer, beer bottles, right? Well, I've seen you them lay it out and, and you fold, fold it. it. It's like origami. It's yeah, you crazy. fold it and you have to crease it with a beer bottle. And then you've got to flatten it underneath weights and let yeah. it dry I mean, in the, the sun. The lower ranked guys are doing that for the upper ranked yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's got to fold washing. again. Like it's, it's a several folding process and working your beer bottles along it and flattening it to get it in the kind of shape so then it can be worn by a sumo wrestler in practice. Yeah, it's a whole whole process. It's a huge (laughs) ordeal and they're ginormous belts by the time they get ready for their sumo wrestler. Anyway, so that is one kind of mawashi and that's only one kind. Can we talk though about like the whole reason why they wear a mawashi is for the purpose that it's something to grab onto because in wasn't it like in ye old days, like gladiators, they were naked as all get out in the very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. That's what the wrestlers were doing when they were wrestling. They're like two naked guys in the street duking it out. Let's That's go right. watch. That's right. They have no weapons. And the reason we know that is because we can see every inch of their body. <laughs> Whether you wanted to or not in the middle of the street in yeah. ye old, yeah. ye old Japan. Or I don't know when. It was probably... They got modest whenever Western culture started to peep in. Didn't we talk about that in another we episode? Did. We did, yeah. Is that the modesty culture of of our crazy Western, Western influence. Yeah, once we started to go over there and send missionaries, they were like, we can't have naked people in the streets. And then I'm sure those people started to get all up in arms. And so then they were like, well, let's just make them wear a mawashi. Yeah. And, and since then, I mean, clearly hasn't changed much since <laughs> then but it is used to for grappling for grabbing onto yep. and it's very much part of the sport it's not just to cover them up it's to take them down yes. to lift them up to twist them to flip them and yes. all of the above yes thank you for bringing that up now if you're a top wrestler a top professional wrestler you also get a competition mawashi and it's got a special name it's called do you remember what it's called no, I just I've know Kesha Mawashi is the apron. But. Is the apron, which is the third kind we're going to talk. Or we can talk about that one now. It's the heavily decorated one, the Kesha Mawashi. It's the... Uh, Expensive one. It's the super... There are like 30 grand of embroidery on there. It's yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. And and that's the one they parade around in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, and for good reason, because, you know, when your outfit is worth 30 grand... Right. And you, you want everybody to see it. And it has a sponsor's name on it who's sponsoring yes. you, then you've got to parade around in a very nice Kesha Mawashi. That's right. That's right. But the other kind of mawashi is not quite so fancy. It's still quite expensive. 
The, this kind of mowashi is still $10,000. Is it like a silk one? Yes. It's the silky, satiny, silky one that they wear in competition. It's called the shimekomi. Shimekomi. S-H-I-M-E-K-O-M-I. It's, I don't know how silky soft it must feel, but these are the colorful ones that you see in the tournaments. Mm. And well, and they're hand-woven, right? They are. They are they're hand-woven by one, one guy, right? One guy. He's got a couple of assistants. It takes him 10 days to make one, so he can only make three in That's a month. That's $1,000 a day. Good for him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but he's been doing it for years, hand weaving yeah, these things. Yeah, it's a tradition. Yeah, it, and there's a really beautiful documentary online. I believe it's an uh, NHK documentary. I feel like about, I've watched it, yeah. and it is amazing. I mean, just the craftsmanship across Japan and in every medium, yeah. it just blows my mind. And yeah. weaving is one of those major ones. Yeah, and and this guy makes them by hand on this loom. They often have like a a gold stripe in there because that's the his mark as an artisan. You can't always see the gold stripe, but it is there. They're gorgeous. Ladies are not allowed to touch these, which Ugh, are I dirty, have to dirty say, fingers. Well, I have to say it's probably a good rule because I'm not sure that I want to touch them. <laughs> Maybe they're doing it just to be like, ladies, we're saving you. Yeah. This it, don't don't touch. Just don't uh, touch it. You won't be happy once you touch that <laughs> dirty old orange mawashi. Now, these are only worn in tournaments or on tours, unless, big caveat here, somebody's breaking their new one in. And then you might see somebody wear one in a practice okay. because they're trying to make it that they're yeah, crease in all the right spots yeah. and, and stay in there. I mean, it's major. It's like, think of it. A person who plays soccer or football like doesn't just like, I'm going to go play a game in brand new cleats or whatever they play. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so- they, soccer, they wear cleats. Yeah. They're going to be like, I'm just going to try my new ones on for like this very important match. You're going to wear those in practice. Yeah, of course. You You're going to break, break them, them in. in. Yeah. yeah, you are going to break them in. I had forgotten how much these things weigh. Just in and of itself, a mawashi, like a competition mawashi, weighs 8 to 11 pounds. You're adding an extra 10 pounds to your frame. Wow. Just from the mawashi. That's very heavy. Isn't it? I Mm -hmm. thought so. Yeah, I thought it was super, super heavy. Now, these can be worn loosely or tightly. And oftentimes, a wrestler will make a decision on, on how loose or tight they want theirs to be, depending on who they're wrestling. Uh, Tochi Notion loves like his loves is, the loose one. He loves the loose one. Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't give the other guy any leverage when he can't pick him up. Well, exactly, exactly. It's it could be move. a defensive maneuver. Mm-hmm. As long as it stays on your body, if it's loose, it's okay. And conversely, I've seen Hokuto Fuji do this a lot. You can wear your super super tightly, so it's really hard for anybody to get their fingers in there. Mm-hmm. And you could even wipe yours down with water so that it's really slick and slippery, so that it's even harder for a wrestler to get their hands on your mawashi. And Hokuto Fuji does that quite a bit. I wonder if they like put butter or something in there too. They like oil it up. Well, that one's probably <laughs> against the rules. Probably is. But I have seen his, and I've and I've thought, why does his look wet? Like, is he sweating from the sides yeah. that much? But but the more I researched it, the more I discovered, oh, no, they do that on purpose. They just put water there so it's nice and slick. But oh. it's not oil. Yeah. I would think water and sweat, I would think that that would make it grip more I know. against your skin. Yeah, salty. But then I don't know. I don't know anything about fighting a sumo wrestler <laughs> or wearing a mawashi. <laughs> All so, we can do is wonder. That's right. All we can do is wonder. 
all of these mawashis, except for the Kesha mawashi, is worn without anything underneath. Not a ding-dang thing. Not a ding-dang thing. Around your ding-dong. Yes. But there is, for at least two guys, for at least two men, they do wear something underneath their Kesha mawashi. Do you have any idea what that would be? I don't know. I had um, never thought about this either, but this is like what took girdle? me down. This is what took me down the rabbit hole. A girdle? Not a girdle. And I will say a mawashi, a mawashi does keep your belly in. The more I researched it, the more people were like, oh yeah, a mawashi is made to keep your belly in. Like that's one of its main things. Keep your belly in nice and tight. I don't know. Plastic wrap? Why think, would somebody think of all the people that wear a Kesha mawashi? Okay. Oh, uh, think of the doyo iri, and who wears the keshimawashi and the doyo iri? Well, they all do. You mean the yokozuna doyo iri? Yes. Oh, so okay. the yokozuna wears one, and there those are three aprons that he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wears his all the time, but the two other guys that are with him. It's one size fits all, so no. they have to do alterations? No, or? no, no, because those guys switch out. The dew sweeper right, and, and the, the sword bearer right. will oftentimes switch out for a doyo iri. You'll have different guys yeah. do it on different days. So if they couldn't wear anything underneath their keshimawashi, all these guys would be sharing the same keshimawashi. So those two guys that go up with the yogazuna to do that, are wearing a fundoshi underneath their mawashi. What's that? A fundoshi. I didn't know what it was either. It's traditional men's underwear. It was the underwear that Japanese men wore before World War II. And well, it's it got is, a cute name. It does have a cute fundoshi. name. Fundoshi. Fundoshi. And it looks... Okay, there's four different kinds of fundoshi. This is what I have learned over the last week. Honestly, it looks like something you would find in a Fredericks of Hollywood. Oh yeah, catalog. No, oh, I've seen this. I've seen Hakaho um, swimming in this. Yes, with a little front linen flap. Yeah. So there's four different kinds, and what you would also go into a bath sometimes with. Yeah. So it's like a, it's usually a g-string in the back. Yeah. For men, and it's either a pouch in the front, or it's like a little Tarzan cover in the front, yeah. or it's a long, a long sheet of something in front. Um, there's all these varieties of styles. So my guess is the style that the guys are wearing underneath their keshimawashi is the is the little pouch kind. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little g-string and a little pouch that keeps your men bits. Yeah, in. I'm currently um, looking on the fundoshi sites. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you, it's quite a rabbit hole. Well, yeah, but I, I imagine this will change my uh, my search engine references real quick. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I think the, the important thing to know about a uh, fundoshi is that there's there's no elastic in it. Right. There's absolutely none. It's it just kind of ties on. Where the, yeah, it's tied. Yeah, you've got a string that goes up between your butt cheeks, and yeah. then it ties around your front and keeps the front flap or pouch. Yeah, the in world's place. oldest g-string. Yes, we can thank people years ago for creating a thong, essentially. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. And I will say that they were only worn before World War II because once 
uh, American influence hit Japan, the Japanese people went, what are we wearing fondoshi for when there are briefs and boxers out there? We would like elasticized underwear, please. And it was like a ginormous switch. They were like, no more of this. No more fondoshi because that this takes forever to get out and in of. No longer fun wearing a No fun longer doshi. fun. <laughs> It's a torture doshi. So, so we can thank America for bringing Kentucky Fried Chicken to Japan and... Modesty. And boxer briefs. <laughs> I don't know. I think I prefer the society that like holds on to its traditions. Yeah, but if you were walking around all day every day, would you want to tie on your underwear? Well, I mean, like I walk every around time? every day in a thong and I yeah, love it. Yeah, but you don't have to tie it on. You don't have to no. like untie it to pee and then tie it back on. I you didn't have to untie it. Actually, I don't know how what you do with your g-string. <laughs> you no, could if you sort of slip it to the side. Well, if a fundoshi would work the same way, it maybe it's not elasticized, so I don't know. Maybe we need to There's dip a, our toes into the world of fundoshi. Well, there is definitely a certain way to tie it. So and, and there are plenty of uh, fan associations devoted, fan sites devoted to the fundoshi. There's plenty of fetish sites devoted to the yeah, fundoshi. I mean, there's yeah, all I'm, sorts. My eyes are like holy moly. But but the biggest key for me was going oh. The guys on the side of the Yokozuna are wearing fundoshi underneath their kashimawashi so that other guys can wear the same kashimawashi. Like, that's very sanitary and very cool. That's actually. very nice and very considerate. Yeah. Yeah. The other really interesting thing I found out about the fundoshi is uh, the fundoshi is now usually treated as swimwear. You know, you, you mentioned that Hakaho, yeah. the video of Hakaho jumping into the water wearing his fundoshi. Or it's considered festival wear. Yeah. And of course, to me, I was like, festival wear? Sign me up. I wouldn't go that festival. What? <laughs> I had visions of like Burning Man in my head. No. Because that would be the place in America where you might see a fundoshi. No, there's festivals all the time, all well, over Japan. And for every town, there's all kinds of festivals. Well, there is... A festival called the Hadaka Festival, which translates to the Nude Festival, that takes place in February at the Saidaiji Temple, and 10,000 men take part in this festival wearing nothing but fundoshi. Uh, can I get tickets for next year? <laughs> I know. This festival is one of, it's called one is of Japan's. Is it for men only? I like well, I no, we go. can watch. We just can't be involved in the rave part of it. Let me explain what this festival is all about. It's in the third Saturday each February, annually. Oh, that seems like a cold time of year it's to be. It's a very cold time of year. Out there. Yes. Everybody else that's watching is in winter hats <laughs> and gloves and big old thick jackets on. And then there's 10,000 men. Well, actually, during the day, it's, you know, it's like family time. There's kids activities. There's lots of dancing and drumming and singing. It's, you know, like any normal festival with some really cool stuff to watch. Great food, great music. At 8 p.m., the naked men start showing up. So these are the guys in the fundoshi. They start coming to the temple. They come in for the next two hours. And what they do is they run around the temple in their fundoshi. They run into the fountain of water. Say, right. This yes. is kind of like New Year's jumping into like in New York when they maybe the New Year's Day plunge, the polar bear plunge. 
Well, this one is just a little pool and you run around in it and they're they're shooting water from the fountain up in the air. So you get drenched, you get wet, and then you run around the temple some more and then you run back you through the fountain of water. with yeah. the cold water. Yeah, as more and more men join you. And then at about 10 p.m., all the men come together and they sort of climb the eight or 10 steps to this platform underneath where the priests are in the shrine. Mm-hmm. And the priests look like they're above, like, I don't know, second or third story, something like that, 10,000 men converge on this tiny-ish little platform as, like, thousands of people are around watching. So it's like this sea of wet, cold men in Fundoshi. And what they're trying to do is at some point, probably, I'm guessing, at 10 or 11 or midnight, the priests are throwing out two sticks that will give whoever ends up with it luck and good fortune for the entire year. But there's 10,000 naked men trying to get those two sticks. Wow. So it gets super rough. Sometimes the priests throw out holy water instead, so they're getting doused with water underneath. It's just like shoulder to shoulder, 10,000 naked men trying to get this stick. It looks amazing. It's been done for over 500 years in Okayama, Japan. Amazing. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy, but I love it. That's the kind of cool tradition. Those are the neat things I really like hearing. I don't know. I'm fascinated by other cultures, ones that are so different from us, and I love that. I We have a similar thing. We have lots of, you know, New Year's jump into the ocean kind of business, everyone naked and or in your bathing suit and get out of the water. There's something about that. And you wonder where it all comes from. Maybe it comes from Japan 500 years ago. Maybe. Somebody was like, you know what? They're onto something. Maybe. This looks fun. All I know is thank you to the listener who said, hey, can you look more into Mawashi for me? Because it went from Mawashi to Fundoshi to the Naked Man Festival in Japan. And for that, I appreciate you forever. That's right. And as far as colors go, if you ever wonder, like, why Kaisei wears a beautiful orange one or Uda wears pink... There's no rhyme or reason other than that's just the color that they like. They like. And sometimes they will change a mawashi color. They'll change to a new one if they need like a career changing lift, lift and they think the color of the mawashi is going to do it. For the most part, though, once they get up to that height, they're going to just wear whatever color that inspires them and makes them feel like the warrior that they are. That's right. So head out, get your practice mawashi, get your fundoshi, look into the Naked Man Festival. I will put some links on our show notes page so you can see just what this festival is all about. It's truly not to be missed. Anything else? That's it. That's our style of sumo here at Sumo Kaboom. See you next next week. week. Bye. Sayonara. See you later. (laughs) 